Good morning and welcome to another episode of This Week in the NFL. I'm Wyatt Bell and we're going to talk about last night's Thursday night debacle. Uh, We all thought that was going to be a good game. Turned out not to be the case and we're also going to look at this week's games as well as some news that has happened in the NFL this week. So let's not waste much time. Let's hop right into last night. Um, We all thought this game was going to be fantastic. Panthers, Steelers, um, six and two Panthers going into a five, two and one Steelers team, both teams on a very hot streak going in last night. And one team showed they were the hotter team. Unfortunately, um, we did not get the game that we expected to see 52 to 21. The final score, the Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the hot Carolina Panthers in Pittsburgh last night. Um, this game Started off really well, started off really fast, especially for the Panthers. Um, They just came right out on their first drive and scored a touchdown uh, to Christian McCaffrey from Cam Newton. Um, Christian McCaffrey had a fantastic game last night. Uh, Three touchdowns, two through the air, one on the ground. Um, Cam Newton played really well, actually. 23 for 29, 193 yards, two touchdowns, and only one interception. And that interception came when he was going to be sacked for a safety in the end zone and tossed it up. It looked like he was throwing to Greg Olson on that play, but overshot Olson and got intercepted. And and that was also for a touchdown for Pittsburgh. Um, So, yeah, the the Carolina Panthers started really quick last night. Um, Cam Newton found Christian McCaffrey that whole first drive. um, Got a lot of movement of the ball. Took a quick 7-0 lead, but then... Pittsburgh scores on their first play from scrimmage on a pass from Ben Roethlisberger to Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, go route straight down the field. Uh, got in in the end zone really fast. And that's when the next drive happened and um, came through that interception. Uh, and that quickly turned to 14-7 to and then quickly to 21-7 as the Steelers put up 21 in the first quarter. Uh, as I said, the final score is 52-21. to the Panthers' offense really did not play bad. Scored a touchdown in in the first, second, and fourth quarters. Nothing in the third. Um, Cam Newton, like I said, 23 for 29, 193, two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey had 14 carries for 77 yards and a touchdown, but really his production came in the receiving game where he went five receptions for 61 yards and two touchdowns. Not a lot of offense to speak of from anybody else. Um, Cam and... Cam and Christian McCaffrey was it for the Panthers last night. As for the Steelers, that was another story. Ben Roethlisberger with a phenomenal game. Phenomenal. 22 for 25. 328 yards and 5 touchdowns to no interceptions. This might have been the best game I've seen from Ben Roethlisberger since I've been watching the Pittsburgh Steelers play. He played fantastic last night. And I know I say that word a lot, but this was a this was a a route. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers came in and put it to a very good Carolina Panthers team. Uh, I don't know if this had to do with the short week. Um, the Panthers came off a game, so did the Steelers. Um, this game was not as close as we wanted it to be, as anybody wanted it to be. It was a highly anticipated Thursday night matchup. And it just didn't pan out the way we thought it would. 52-21, once again, was the final score. Um, So that was not what we wanted it to be. But 
we'll see what we get this week. We got a lot of good games this week, and we'll jump right into that. Um, the first game we will look at is going to be the Redskins and the Buccaneers. Now, this game doesn't seem like a big matchup, but for the Redskins, this is a game that they need to get back in this division. Um, they're, or not back in the division per se, but just to, to keep a hold on the division. They they have a one-game lead on the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles right now. And the Dallas Cowboys, as bad as they've played this year, are still in the division after that loss last week from the Redskins. So the Redskins need this game to keep pace in that division and to keep a hold on the lead. Um, they're playing a Buccaneers team that has fallen to the bottom of the NFC South. I think we all expected that this year. They started really, really well uh, with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the quarterback position. But, you know, this Buccaneers team, they're not going to compete in the NFC South with the Saints. And what we think of the Panthers is still a good team, even though they had a bad game. Uh, I think that's still a two-team race in that division. And I think the Saints are probably the second best team in the NFL right now. Uh, but the Redskins are going to have to come out and play. They're traveling on the road. They have a favorable matchup. That Buccaneers defense is really not that good. Um, Alex Smith, not known for his, his downfield ability. But I think in this game, if he wants to, he can expose this Buccaneers secondary and really get the ball rolling for the Redskins. Um, I think this is a favorable matchup for Adrian Peterson. Um, he he's going to have a, a great opportunity to run the ball and get a lot of touches and a lot of yards in this game. So I think that this will be a key matchup for the Redskins. They need this game to, to keep their lead in the division, and we'll see how that pans out. But I'm going to take the Redskins in this one. Um, I think they have the better team, obviously. Um, I think they'll be fine on the road against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers do put up a lot of points sometimes, but I'm going to go with the Redskins. So the next game on the docket is the Cardinals and the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Arizona Cardinals, whose only two wins this year have come against division opponent San Francisco, they have to travel to Arrowhead Stadium and face the very red-hot Kansas City Chiefs offense that has been fantastic all season long. The Chiefs sit at 8-1 and one right now. The Cardinals, not the case at two and six I believe yeah two and six so um, the Cardinals definitely not favored in this game that's that's an understatement to be said um, one report coming out of Kansas City though is that Justin Houston the phenomenal pass rusher for the Kansas City Chiefs will be back playing in this game um, the same cannot be said for Eric Berry who is still in a question mark mode um, we don't know about him yet um, he may, they say he may play this year, but the way things look right now, he may not come back at all. Um, but the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to be at home, uh, a noon game. Um, they're going to be fired up. They, they're, they're always fired up when they come to Arrowhead. Um, they've played phenomenal football all year long. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, um, they've, they've looked better as of late, I will say, um, but they're not going to do much to the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not even f hesitating on this pick. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs at home, uh, probably by a favorable margin, and they will move to 9-1 and one before their mega matchup with the Los Angeles Rams next week. Next game up, Buffalo Bills and New York Jets. Now, this game is a game between the bottom two teams in the AFC East 
the Buffalo Bills uh, statistically right now look like one of the worst offenses in NFL history. They have no weapons on the offense. Um, they've been plugging in quarterbacks all season long. Josh Allen was supposed to be their guy. He's been hurt. Um, they tried Derek Anderson out. Uh, not real good. Um, and then you know we all know about Nathan Peterman. He's just throws interceptions more than he throws completions. So that's not going to work. Um, I think you you really need to look at the free agents right now and take a look at them and see who might be out there. Um, I know a lot of people say Colin Kaepernick. Um, I mean, that could be an option for the Bills, but, you know, we don't know what they'll do. Um, they're just going to ride Nathan Peterman for right now, it looks like. I don't know what they're going to do, but this game is not going to be good for the Bills, even though they're playing the New York Jets. Um, it looks like there has been news about 18 hours ago that Todd Bowles ruled out Sam Darnold as the Week 10 starter for the New York Jets. So that will mean Josh McCown will most likely get the start for the New York Jets in this game. Um, that'll be McCown's first start of the season. So we'll see what the New York Jets have on offense this week. They, they've, I mean, Sam Darnold has looked good some games this year, and then he's looked really bad, but obviously he's not starting this game. So we're going to see what the veteran Josh McCown has to, to has to offer this year. Maybe that'll be good for Sam Darnold to see a veteran play on the field and get some, get some you know, uh, observation time behind him. Uh, Josh McCown, a very grizzled veteran, he's, he's brought a lot of leadership to this, to this Jets team. They, they stated that last year, um, and he knew coming in this year that he wasn't going to be the guy. And he accepted that role, and now he's got his opportunity to play, and I think he's going to make the most of it. And I have no reason not to pick the New York Jets in this game because the Buffalo Bills have been a disaster all year long, so I'm going to take the New York Jets at home against the Buffalo Bills. Next game up, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Indianapolis to Lucas Oil Stadium to face the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this is an AFC South matchup, and I have said on the record on other shows this year that I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars have taken a step back. Uh, defense has been suspect all year long. They came into the season probably top top defense in the NFL, according to a lot of people. Um, they've taken a huge step back, especially on offense. Um, and you know who's taken a first, uh, step forward, in my opinion, has been the Indianapolis Colts. They've had, they've had an explosive offense all year long. Um, maybe not all year long, but for the majority of the season, the Indianapolis Colts have played really well on offense. Andrew Luck has come back this year and, and played pretty well. Um, he's found T.Y. Hilton again, not not so much their last game, um, but the, the Colts are coming off a bye week, and I think that'll really benefit them. Um, Jacksonville did, did not play well in London last week, so... Uh, we'll see what this game has to offer, but if I'm going to make my bold pick right now, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts, and, and I'll tell you why. They have a better offense. Um, Jacksonville's defense has been very, very suspect. The Colts are at home. Uh, they're coming off a of bye week, so they have extra preparation. Everybody will be fresh. Um, and the Colts have played better football as of late, to be right honest with you. So I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts in this game. Um, over the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I will go on the record right now as saying that I think the Indianapolis Colts are the biggest threat to the Houston Texans in this division right now. I know the Colts are last, 
But I can see this team catching fire and, and making a huge surge toward the end of the year. I don't see the Tennessee Titans putting up much of a fight, even though they dismantled the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night. But I don't think their their offense is gonna is gonna do anything for them. I don't think Jacksonville's getting back in the hunt this year. I'm gonna think that the Indianapolis Colts are the only team that can really get back in this division and challenge the um, the Houston Texans for this division. I think Houston has it on lock, but I think that the Colts will make it interesting. So next game up, we've got an AFC North or NFC North matchup between the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. Now this game, I didn't think about much. Um, I really didn't have much thought on this game. The Chicago Bears have played phenomenal football all year long. Um, I mean, they're they're really not bad this year. They have a fantastic defense. Um, their offense has been pretty good. Um, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky's been, he's been off, he's been hit or miss this year, to be right honest with you. Um, but they're sitting at the top of the NFC North, tied with the Minnesota Vikings. Actually, they have a half game lead on the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings sit at five three and one. The Bears sit at five and three. And you know they need to win this game to to keep the pressure on the Vikings to keep up in that division. Um, this division is still wide open. It's still within two games of the entire division. Uh, Lions sit in the bottom right now, but if they win this game, they could really make make things interesting. Uh, but the Lions they've looked really flat the last two weeks. Only scored nine points last week, um, and then got yeah they just they haven't looked great. Nine points last week was not going to get it done, especially against the Vikings. Um, yeah, this this game's not going to be much, I don't think. I think the Chicago Bears defense is going to overwhelm the Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford, and I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears in this game, uh, especially at home at Soldier Field. I don't see them losing at Soldier Field, especially how well they've played there this year. They played the Patriots really, really well and probably should have won that game. Um, but I'm going to take the Bears. Next up, we've got a pretty good matchup, I believe, in the New Orleans Saints and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the Saints came out, coming off that mega win against the then-undefeated Los Angeles Rams at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. They will go on the road this week and travel to Cincinnati to play the Cincinnati Bengals. And they'll go with a new face this week, too, as well. Um, news came out two days ago that the Saints signed former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Des Bryant to a one-year contract and Des Bryant will be probably wide receiver two on that team right now especially with the way like Michael Thomas is obviously the number one receiver um, and they've had some injuries on the offensive side of the ball for the Saints so they needed a veteran guy Des Bryant was their man, and they took him, and they signed him for a one-year deal, and I think that'll be very good spot for Des Bryant. He will be playing with uh, Drew Brees, which I think they'll they'll connect really fast. I think they'll be fine. Um, do I think he'll be uh, phenomenal in his first game? Probably not. He probably won't. He may not even play this week. I'm not sure what what their plans are with him. Uh, but once he gets in, I think I think he'll be a good a good wide receiver too for the Saints. I think he'll uh, I think he'll get a lot of open coverage because they'll be doubling Michael Thomas, uh, and I think that this will be a good fit for the New Orleans Saints. And they've already got a high powered offense, so this is just going to make it even more. I know Des's numbers 
have been down the last couple of years. But I think that has a lot to do with Tony Romo not being his quarterback. He had such a good connection with Tony Romo. And when Dak Prescott came in, it just was not quite the same. So I will go on the record as saying that that Des Bryant will have a productive rest of the season with the New Orleans Saints. Um, But they go on the road to the Cincinnati Bengals, who, you know, they've been hit or miss this year. Um, I mean, I think a, a burning picture in a lot of people's mind about the Bengals was their was them getting destroyed um, by the Kansas City Chiefs um, in Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday Night Football a couple weeks back. Um, but the Cincinnati Bengals, they're a pretty good team. Um, they're still in the division race in the AFC North. Um, obviously, with the Pittsburgh Steelers' win last night, they've taken the lead in that division. Uh, Steelers sit at six two and one. The Bengals sit at five and three. And the Bengals need this win to stay in that division race because if they don't, they will fall behind by a game, uh, two games, I should say, to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have won five in a row. Uh, and the Bengals coming off a win last week, but they're going to have a hard time with the Saints. The Saints are probably the best team in the NFL, if not the second best team in the NFL. Uh, in, regardless if they're on the road or not, I think this is going to be a very tough game for the Bengals. And I'm going to go with the Saints on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. So that will be my pick in that game. And the next game on the docket is a rematch of last year's AFC Divisional game uh, between the New England Patriots and the Tennessee Titans. This go-round, it will be in Nashville, Tennessee. Um this game, I'm, I'm not thinking much about this one. Um, the Titans, they aren't going to show up much, I don't think. Uh, they put up a really good fight against um, the Dallas Cowboys and made it look really easy against the Cowboys. But if there's one thing we all know, the Dallas Cowboys are not the New England Patriots. Um, this is not going to be much of a game, in my opinion. Uh, it, it really all depends on how the Tennessee Titans defense shows up um, against Tom Brady. Uh, you know, Mike Vrabel being the head coach of the Titans, you know, that may play a factor because Mike Vrabel played for a lot of years in New England under Bill Belichick, and that may have something to do with this game, but, you know, it's been long enough. I don't think it will. Marcus Mariota... You know, I've I've said I've never been much of a fan of Marcus Mariota. I still am not, even though he had a pretty good game the other night on Monday night against the Saints, or not the Saints, the Cowboys. Um, but I don't think this will be much of a game. Uh, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots on the road against the Tennessee Titans in Week 10. Next game up, we've got the <clears throat> Atlanta Falcons traveling to Cleveland to face the Cleveland Browns, and they're still very new head coach, Greg McDaniel, um, or Greg Williams, I should say, not Greg McDaniel. Uh, Greg Williams, um, the Browns coming off that loss to the Kansas City Chiefs last week, facing another high-octane offense in the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Cleveland will host for the second week in a row. Um, the Falcons coming off a win against the Washington Redskins last week in overwhelming fashion, right, uh, to be right honest with you. Uh, the Falcons played a phenomenal game last week. Tevin Coleman was very, very productive for the Falcons. Matt Ryan was phenomenal. 
Um, the Browns, like I said in my last podcast, the Browns didn't look bad in that game. They utilized Duke Johnson Jr., and I think they needed to do a lot more of that this week. Uh, he was really, really productive for them out of the screen game last week, and I think that they need to continue to feed him the ball and and feed Nick Chubb the ball a lot in the backfield and get May, get Baker Mayfield out of the pocket a little bit and throw it on the run. I think, uh, I think if he moves around... I think that's going to help him. Um, he's got Jarvis Landry out there. He's got David Njoku. He's got weapons. Um, I think the Browns can compete in this game, but I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to pick the Atlanta Falcons on the road. I just don't think the Browns have any type of motivation, or not motivation, but, um, you know, they're not, they don't have any momentum right now. And I don't think they'll get it in this game against the Falcons. So I'm going to take the Falcons on the road in Cleveland. Next game up, um, an AFC West clash between rivals, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Oakland Raiders. Um, yeah, this game, uh, it's not going to be much of a game either. Um, the the Chargers, they're sneaky, sneaky, sneaky good this year. The, the LA Chargers are second in the AFC West, only one game back behind the Kansas City Chiefs, and the mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs have played absolutely phenomenal football this year. But really, if you look at the Chargers, so have they. Phillip Rivers putting up really, really good numbers this year, probably the best numbers he's put up in a, in a lot of years. And you, you factor in that every single game the Chargers play is basically a road game because they don't have any fans at home. It makes it even that much better. Um, the Chargers, they're just they're just a solid football team. That's all there is to say about them. Um, as for the Oakland Raiders, <clears throat> they are not. But as I mentioned in my last podcast, I think the Oakland Raiders, <clears throat> and especially John Gruden, have a plan. Um, John Gruden is, has this mindset, I believe, that he wants to build his own team around him. I don't think he wants anybody that McKenzie has drafted, to be right honest with you. <clears throat> and I think that he's going to continue to, you know, he can't say tank, but I think he's going to tank this team um, to get a top pick, to get the number one pick. I think it's his ultimate goal. Uh, I think they'll win a, another game maybe this year, maybe even two. I know it's hard to say that because they've been absolutely horrendous. Uh, but... But this game won't be that game. Uh, I'm going to take the San, uh, not San Diego Chargers. It's still weird to say. The Los Angeles Chargers in this game on the road in Oakland uh, at the O.Co. Coliseum. Um, yeah, this game, it's just all Chargers, I believe. I don't think that this is going to be much of a game. So the Chargers get the win on the road. <coughs> Next game on the docket. The Seattle Seahawks will travel to Los Angeles, the other Los Angeles team, and play the Los Angeles Rams, who just came off a really close and tough loss to the New Orleans Saints last week in the game of the year so far. Um, Only lost by 10 points. Um, And, you know, the Seahawks team played the the Rams really, really tough last time they played um, in Seattle. And I think the turning point of that game was the fourth down conversion by the Rams. Um, But this game is not going to be in Seattle. Um, The Seahawks have come off um, some tough games the last two games. Uh, Last week's loss to the Chargers. Um, 
and I don't think they're going to get it done this game against the Rams. I think it'll be close. I think the Rams will get it done, though. So I'm going to pick the Rams at home over the Seahawks in L.A. <clears throat> Next game we have is the Miami Dolphins and the Green Bay Packers. Now, this game pits a Brock Osweiler-led uh, Miami Dolphins team against a Packers team that has really struggled and lost two games in a row um, on the road uh, against the, the Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots. Last week we had the mega matchup between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and it didn't turn out the way we thought it would. Um, in this game, I think will be closer, um, but I think if you're really looking at it, I mean, you look at the quarterback matchup, Brock Osweiler and Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to take anybody else in that game. Um, the Dolphins have played okay with Osweiler, um, a lot better than I expected them to. Uh, but they're in Lambeau. They're going to Lambeau Field. It's going to be cold up there. There's been a lot of snow this week. Um, yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Packers because I just don't see that game uh, being much of a contest with a warm weather team led by a quarterback that has underperformed most of his career playing against uh, arguably the best quarterback to ever play the game, um, pure talent wise. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go any other route other than the Packers in this game at home. Uh, and then we got a good, good matchup on Sunday Night Football. Um, NFC East rivals, uh, the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles and the very, very uh, in limbo Dallas Cowboys. Um, I say good matchup on this because this is always a good matchup. They're, they're division rivals. They hate each other. Um, the Eagles not playing up to their best football this year. I think everybody knows that. And the Cowboys, they've just don't I don't know what they're doing this year. Um I've been I've been on the record saying that Jason Garrett shouldn't have a job. Um especially not the head coaching job of the Dallas Cowboys. Um yeah, he's just he shouldn't be there. Um Dak Prescott. Um I've also said that he has been a flash in the pan. Um, and in my opinion, he has. He had a really good first year in the league. Uh, last year, not so hot. And so far this year, really not that great. Um, I don't think he's even thrown for 2,000 yards this year yet. Um, we're we're at the halfway point of the season. And he's still under 2,000 yards passing. Um, not to say that he's the only quarterback that's, that's in that boat right now. But, you know, he shouldn't be there. Um, and I, I think they're, they're going to Philadelphia. They're playing um, the defending Super Bowl champions, and I don't see them coming out with a win. I think they'll lose again. The Cowboys have a brutal stretch of games coming up, uh, and if they're going to turn their season around, they're going to have to win this game, and I just don't see that happening. And I'm going to take the Eagles at home against their division rivals. And we get to the final game on the docket, and this will be a snoozer, I believe. Um, the San Francisco 49ers will host the New York football Giants on Monday Night Football in San Francisco at Levi's Stadium. Um, it has been said that Nick Mullins will start again on this game. Um, they're not going to start C.J. Beathard. They're going to go with the hot hand, which is Nick Mullins, and he is the hot hand. He played phenomenal football last week against the Oakland Raiders in the Battle of the Bay. 
And who hasn't played good football this year has been Eli Manning, and I'm not going to go with the New York football giants in this game. Um, I'm picking the San Francisco 49ers um, just simply because they're at home, and Nick Mullins played phenomenal football last week. And I think he will again this week against a suspect New York Giants defense. Um, I do think Saquon Barkley will have a very good game against the San Francisco defense. And I think Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham Jr. will find the end zone again in this game, but I'm not going to pick the New York Giants because they have been on par with the Oakland Raiders as the worst team in football this year. And I think that continues. And I think the San Francisco 49ers will pick up their third win of the season in this game. And I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers over the football Giants. So that'll do it for this week in NFL football. I'm Wyatt Bell. We'll be back with some more NFL news probably on Monday because we'll recap Sunday and see what happened in all those games. And I'll look back on my picks and I will take a look at those and analyze my picks and see what I think and tell you what I think, what I saw in the games on Sunday. And we will be back with that on Monday afternoon. So this has been This Week in the NFL. I'm Wyatt Bell, and you guys have a great day.